Hello, everyone, and welcome to Corona Conversations. My name is Anna. And my name is Caleb. And today we are reviewing the episode Flynn Pasta. Are you sure you're the real Anna? Guys, she has this weird yeah. mustache that I haven't really noticed before. <laughs> what? Are you saying I need to wax? <laughs> no, I'm saying that your real name might be Brock. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to add to that. Okay. If well, I had an alter ego, his name his name it. would be Anson, not Brock. <laughs> it would be what? Anson. Hanson? Anson. Oh. Hmm. Well, let's just leave that where it is, I guess. <laughs> How's things going in your life, Hanson? Anson. How's things? How's How things? are things going? <laughs> um, things are going well. I realized that on my Panera account, I have a free you pick too. So I'm excited to go there in the near future and get free food. Because I'm a poor student. Speaking of food, I just tried Papa John's for the first time yesterday because I watched this podcast interview that Papa gave, and he is such a interesting fellow. No way. My f- my friend and I were talking about who is Papa John and who like actually created the brand because they do the heart-shaped pizzas on Valentine's, and we were trying yeah. to get a heart-shaped pizza, but they were too busy. They wouldn't deliver to us because they were experiencing such high volume, so we got Domino's Ooh. instead, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll send you the link to his interview. He just did like a three-hour podcast interview where he talks about everything from how he legally changed his name to Papa to um, his pizza point inspection scale. It's pretty crazy. Oh, my gosh. I have to send that but, to Sophie. She'll die. Yeah, but That'd anyway, so, so I had to try Papa John's because of that interview, and it was really good. It was better than Pizza Hut and Domino's. It tasted so much more. This is a food review show now. It was so much mm-hmm. more fresh tasting like, like it Papa wasn't John's. it wasn't that greasy fast food pizza taste it actually mm-hmm. tasted like homemade pizza in a way in a good way yeah we always would get that at Stillwater for theater yeah so I, I don't know that that was funny it was really good and I'm a I'm a Papa fan now you are Papa yeah. could give me pizza any day <laughs> the only thing is it's a little more expensive than Pizza Hut and Domino's but it is yeah but it's really good, and it's worth it. So if you're hungry for pizza today, this podcast episode is sponsored by Papa John's. No, it's not. They haven't sent us any money yet, but maybe after they hear <laughs> this, they will. The official pizza of the Tangled fandom. No. <laughs> you should support your local p- businesses, guys. Your local. Your local Papa local John's. Places. No. <laughs> anyway. In... In, um, in more Tangled-related news, it looks like... Oh, wait, like... I was going to tell you something else. I just <laughs> oh. finalized my application for my management application for my work on campus, so that's exciting. You're going to be a call manager? Well, I just submitted. I have to submit it, and then I have to get selected for the interview process. Why do you want to be a manager? Just because it's more money? Because it looks good on a... It's not even that much more money, but it, I get some more hours, and it looks good on a resume. What do, you, what do you have to do? Do you just have to make sure everyone's calls are going well? Yeah, you have to do like some background work, like address envelopes and like create the pledge cards for alums. Mm-hmm. 
do some like behind the scene like Excel work with statistics and stuff like that. Go to meetings. Janice, you stay on topic now. Oh, I hear you're getting distracted over there. Keep that collar on the line. <laughs> Not that actively involved. Just like listening and offering tips or helping train new people. Oh, that's fun news. In more Tangled related news, there are rumors swirling about Disney's newest live action adaption being one of Tangled. What are our thoughts about that? I... I'm not a fan of when they remake them live action. I think that's saying like, oh, well, the animation, you know, isn't as cool as live action now. So we got to like remake them so they're like better. But I don't think you can make it better. I think I, Kelvin knows this, but I am very much like a, a purist when it comes to the first form that I fall in love with. Yeah, so the first I have thing a hard that time. she watches is the only one she accepts. <laughs> Not the only one. Sometimes I like the newer one. Like, since Sensibility, I like the newer one better than the older version. Well, I hope you it haven't seen any... It just depends on how I see the characters in my mind. And oh. now that, it's just so weird, like, translating it from animated, like, to live action. And, like, Mandy Moore will always be Rapunzel, so it's just, it's so hard. Yeah, with them, they're so distinctive. I wonder if they'll cast Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore as the main characters i mean that could be zachary levi actually does i've seen him in marvelous mrs basil right now and he actually does look like kind of like eugene and um i think mandy moore is rapunzel too yeah but i think she's too old now i mean they could age them up a little (laughs) yeah well i don't know normally i'm okay with remakes like the mulan remake i think looks really good but it is kind of weird how they always remake animated movies in live action, but they never remake live action movies animated. Yeah, because they're saying that animated isn't as good, and I don't like that. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. But the thing to remember is, even if a live action movie comes out, it does not take away or diminish mm-hmm. from what's already there. So it cannot ruin something that already exists. Well, it can't ruin it, but it's sad because, like, Tangled the series is an awesome show that's, like, a spinoff related to, like, the movie Tangled, but now everyone's just going to be like, oh, the live action, let's watch that and, like, not watch the series. It's really awesome. (laughs) Why not both? (laughs) People don't have time for both unless they're a true fan. (laughs) And speaking of time, it's about time we got into it. I thought you were going to mention something about the new zombies since it is Disney related. (laughs) No, we don't talk about that here. So, Flynn Pasta, do you want to read the statistics on it, or did you find them? Um, yes. Flynn Pasta is the, I believe, third to last episode of Tangled the Series, a.k.a. Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Speaking of the titles, I think it would be funny if they gave it a new name for this season, too, so you could say that they gave it a new name for every single season. Well, it's a little late for that. (laughs) They should rename it with, like, three episodes left. That's something Disney might do. It's now called Rapunzel and Cassandra's Big Adventure. Flimposter is the (laughs) final episode directed by... um, our good friend, 
Tom Caulfield. Uh, he doesn't know we exist. In our dreams. <laughs> so it was a, a fitting goodbye to him, uh, a good episode to go out on. It was written by Ricky Roxburgh, and it was storyboarded by Caitlin Ritter and Wendy Sullivan. So this episode opens up with a very intense dream sequence where the captain of the guard has to take out Cassandra. Oh, that was so sad. I I was a little um, taken aback at first because they have been really leaning into the whole Cassandra arc these past few episodes. So I was like, wait, are they actually, is this actually happening? Like, is this episode really going to be about this? Even though... You know, it's called Flimposter. Then halfway through, once he shattered her jewel so easily, and I was like, oh, okay, it's it's a dream. But yeah, yeah. They I love the opener, though, that. with the lightning and stuff. It was super cool. Yeah, and so the captain wakes up from this nightmare and immediately resigns his post. Yeah, I could not believe it. I was, I was, I was really sad. And I thought, oh, I do want to mention, it was funny when he woke up, I noticed his pajamas are monogrammed with the corona oh. symbol, too. I was like, nice. wow, he really leans into that theme. <laughs> got that synergy going on. Branding, it's I very have important. his identity, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. I wonder who their graphic designer is. Oh, boy. Uh, but it was it was really funny about that. And I was I could not believe that he was reciting knowing that Corona Lily had, like, no hope now. Because Stan and I forget that one's name, they're not not very good. <laughs> it, was fu- out. It, it was funny when Lance was like, "Have these guys ever successfully guarded anything?" Yeah, that was funny. I mean, you'd think that they have better trained guards at Corona, but I guess not. They just need to recruit more horses. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, imagine: Would you rather be chased by a, a human who has two legs and weighs about the same as you do, or? Would you rather be chased down by a horse who's faster and weighs a ton? All they have to do is, like, kick you and you're gone. I mean, they'd be much more effective. <laughs> They're pretty scary. Yeah. I also can't believe that the captain recommended Eugene. Like, do you remember how much he hated Eugene when Eugene first came? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's kind of it was kind of a fun thing for the fans to see, but would the captain, would he really do that? I, it seemed a little yeah. weird. I thought the free to loader line that Eugene had was kind of funny too, like challenging his legacy about his his crime legacy, and then like he was like, I, "They just know me as the lovable freeloader of the castle." Or something. <laughs> it's like literally though. Yeah, which I'm 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 kind of glad that he's gonna be the captain now because he has been a bit directionless because he doesn't really do anything, like yeah. in a job capacity. I mean, it's true. I'm really glad they didn't make him like just like Ken, like be Barbie's boyfriend. He was kind of, he kind of has his own role to play now. So yeah, but also it's weird because he's gonna become king in like a very short amount of time. And is he gonna be the king and the captain of the guard? Because that's, I feel like that's a little that's pushing it. No, he doesn't become king. (laughs) King. It's he becomes crowd prince. If you marry a princess, you become. She becomes queen, but you you can't become king. You become crown prince. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. How do you know? Where is this written down? I don't know. I just know it. Wait, are you 
Wait, are you from Corona? Wait, are you a crown princess? <laughs> no. I I I don't remember where I read it, but I think it's like you, the it depends on, I guess your monarchy, but typically I don't think um if you marry um a queen or like a princess like and you're not royalty yourself, you can only become like a crown prince. Okay, well, either way, I mean, being a crown prince and the captain of the guard, I feel like that's a little much, especially for a freeloader who is used to not doing anything. Yeah, I feel like he's going to have a heart adjustment period. Just Because yeah. he's used to sitting around getting pedicures in the morning, not like doing going his skincare on rounds routine. Or the captain of the guard does not have time every morning to do a moisturizing routine, Eugene. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like... What's going to happen to his cheekbones? Yeah. <laughs> I love how they just keep hitting that point home about his skincare routine. Like when he was talking to um, the Baron and was like, you are not aging gracefully. I know a guy. I can recommend him. He's really cheap. Yeah, that was funny. I wonder who Eugene's skincare guy is. I don't know. Shorty? Oh, boy. Oh, I saw on the wiki they describe Shorty as Shorty the pub thug. Ooh, the pup thug. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny. I'm glad we haven't seen as much of him lately. You, anyway, I, I'm sad about that. It's like he's been erased from the show. Whew, if only you could. <laughs> he's going to come back at the end and have he's his evil. big moment. He's, he's going to help Cass. He's going to betray the kingdom. <laughs> Probably. I also thought it was super dumb of them to leave Lance in charge. I was like, really, guys? You could pick... You should have left <laughs> someone else in charge temporarily. Because I love left, Lance. But he's, left, he should um, not have been captain of the guard. Should have left Catalina and um, the other one in charge. They would have been better Cat- than Lance. Catalina? Yeah, Catalina yeah. and whoever the other one is. Kira. Kira. Yeah, yeah, Kira. Yeah. I like that we got to see a little bit of their prankster side, Eggie and Lance on. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, see, I think it would have been good to have Lance become the captain of the guard because Eugene is already in at the castle with his, you know, whole engagement. But Lance needs something to do now. So it would have been like a cool dynamic to have your best friend be the one in charge of guarding you. I think Lance uh, should become captain of the guard, not Eugene. Lance would be a Lance would not get it together to be captain of the guard. He should like Okay, you're underestimated like Lance. Come on. <laughs> he would open like a theater company or something or do an opera performance. <laughs> well, maybe he could do that on the weekends. He's more of an artiste. He should go travel with Hook Hand and Hookfoot. <laughs> But then he'd be separated from his buddy. Oh! <laughs> no, they could go see his show sometimes. Now Lance is just going to be a freeloader in the castle, while Eugene has to wear all these hats. No, maybe he'll hire Lance as a guard. <laughs> I guess Lance could start as a guard and then work his way up, and then when Eugene is ready to retire from the captain position, he could promote Lance. Yeah, exactly. Because he needs, he needs to work on some skills. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I was, I was also, Eugene is just so vain. It just still baffles me when he was like talking to Rapunzel. And he says that 
those kind of cheekbones only come around like once a century or something. <laughs> I was like, dude, get all get over yourself. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um He definitely needs that good, gentle, Rapunzel, humble presence in his life to stop him yeah. from getting a big too big ahead. Yeah, definitely. And I was also confused with the Baron. Was he like I guess this comes into play because he still might have had some poison from the spider incident. But I was wondering, is he like camouflaged or does he just have like fungus <laughs> growing on him? Or is he like discolored because like the poison like damaged his body or did he ever find the antidote? Like, I'm just confused about that poor guy. He looked like he was in some serious pain. <laughs> Both mentally and physically. I mean, his fingers look like they were going to fall off with that. That's not a normal color. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He really is to see a skincare person, yeah. It, it's an he infection. Does, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was worried about him. Basically, Eugene gets promoted, then the crown gets stolen in the exact same way that <laughs> Eugene did it, <laughs> which Pete and the Stan don't seem are to so know. Dumb. <laughs> Who would think to guard uh, the roof? Pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think the guards are are good. They just need to fire Stan and Pete, and then they'll instantly just become a whole lot more effective. How how do the king and queen feel safe in their own castle? Like after all the invasions that have happened, and like they lost their memories, and like all this crazy well, stuff. Hopefully, like, they don't remember those parts. <laughs> <laughs> like you think you do a whole revamping of your guard, or like more training, have Max train them, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he literally, like, saved Rapunzel from being crushed by a rock, so. Yeah, Max and Pascal, the um, the pets, the various pets, really came in handy. Yeah. I also couldn't believe his name, the the imposter's name. <laughs> Brock, like, Thunderstrike or something. Yeah. That was a funny name. Eugene was like, that name only comes around once in a lifetime, so you gotta make the most of that name. Don't, don't yeah. let it go to waste. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's big into names, too. He's big into the identity thing. I also thought, like, that was the cutest thing I've ever seen when Pascal was picking that lock. (laughs) It was just so cute. It was so cute. It had little, like, bobby pins or whatever. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah, Pascal's really come up big and saved the day a lot these past few episodes. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, maybe he should be the captain of the guard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm reading a lot of um, prison dismantlement, like propaganda type books right now for one of my classes. And it kind of reminded me of that anti-prison um, bent or um, genre or whatever when Eugene is like, oh, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> you should go rehabilitate to society. I was like, yes, Eugene, we don't need overcrowding in the prison system. <laughs> <laughs> Corona already <laughs> needs all its prison cells to hold on the Baron. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. He has a lot of muscle. Yeah, he's so he's like a superhero. I thought he must have powers or something because he literally <laughs> can like break giant cliff sides with his bare hands. How will yeah. like one little measly prison cell hold him? Oh, you know who he looks like? I can't remember the name, but what he is looks the like name he of that? Looks like he or something. From the hive, like the and Teen Titans Go. The, the villain. Yeah, that that's who he looks like. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. That's who he reminded me of. Maybe that's where he came from. <laughs> that's his Flynn poster. He's really a mammoth. 
I also love that Brock addressed our confusion about if Pascal and Max are pets. He was like, are you pets? Are you sidekicks? I don't know. And then he found his own. Yeah, that was Hulk, so Hulk the Lightning so Claw funny. Crab. That, that was my favorite part about his whole storyline. Yeah, he's like, yeah. thanks to you and the princess and your um, various pets. Are, are you pets? I, I can't really tell. Uh, <laughs> And, and I thought the crab was gonna like snap him and then run off or something, but the crab seemed to be really into it. Like the crab wanted <laughs> a was. wanted a new home. Yeah. So I hope Brock and his crab have a good a good life together. But I did think that he like they were a little too forgiving of him, maybe. Like yeah, it's nice that true. Eugene is captain of the guard because he has that um uh bad boy background so he can kind of be more understanding about dealing mm-hmm. with people like that because he's been through it himself but Brock literally left him to die and yes he came back but he came back way later so I mean he didn't really come back to save Eugene because Eugene would already have been dead yeah well Eugene kind of the same thing with Rapunzel <laughs> when he was like learning how to be a good guy so I guess he was just cutting in some slack did he leave her to die well, I guess I guess he didn't want to leave her, but he kind of got tied up because he got it with the wrong crap. So I guess it wasn't quite the same thing. Yeah, this guy literally, Eugene freed him, saved his life, and then instead of repaying yeah. him, he literally leaves him to drown. I mean, Brock does not seem like that great a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, they were they didn't really say, like, stop doing crime. They said, like, make your own name, like, mean something. So it <laughs> Commit like, crimes in your own name, Brock. I want to see you back here. And, and this in a jail cell in three years in your own name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Brock did not, I did not like him because he did make some really bad moral choices. But he, it was funny to have another person as almost as egotistical as Eugene who would kind of banter back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Rapunzel did a good job of like saving people though and Eugene was like yeah she usually does most of the saving I liked that I'm like way to give her some credit you have <laughs> she the should cheekbones be the but she saves them well she's gonna be too busy I think but <laughs> um, so what were your overall thoughts about this to r- finish things off I liked it but I I feel like it, again, it didn't contribute like that much to the main plotline. I guess I had some character development. Like I'm sure we'll see like Eugene like acting in Captain of the Guard, and like that'll play some role in defeating Cass. Because um, obviously the real Captain of the Guard or the former Captain of the Guard couldn't um, step up to the task, and I understand that. So I guess that's kind of why we got this episode. But it's it's getting down to the wire, like for the end of the season or the end of the show, really, and, like, I don't really know how it's going to get out with Cass and Santiri and all that stuff, so I don't know. I'm getting kind of nervous about how they're going to end it. I hope they don't rush it all together too much. Oh, the final episode is, like, like over an hour long, so... Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did like this episode because it focused on Eugene and definitely gave him something to do and kind of showed him a path forward which um he's 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 a pretty important character and he hasn't gotten a lot of important like serious kind of storylines like this i feel like so 
Mm-hmm. I thought it was a nice episode in that respect, but I yeah. did think that I would have liked it more without that whole dream sequence at the start because that really set it up for me to think it was going to be more focused on the <laughs> captain and Cassandra because, like, I mean, it's his daughter and there's some serious, I mean, emotional drama they could explore there between yeah. you know, his job and his daughter and, like, they're, he just... yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's an interesting thing to show. And I mean, I guess we kind of talked about that in the island episode, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just tricked weird. you. He's, like, yeah, like he sacrificed his job that he's like been so good at for years. And, and it was weird, too, because Cassandra always said she wanted to be captain of the guard. And so him stepping down and then giving it to Eugene just feels like, I don't know, like a slap in the face to her in a way. Well, she is like a villain right now and trying to attack the kingdom, so. Well, yeah, but I feel like it'd be nice if he stayed as captain and then brought her back and then promoted her to captain at the end or something. Well, I'm sure that Eugene will switch over if she ever comes back and he can trust her again. I mean, I guess, yeah. But yeah, a solid yeah. episode. But I mean, good... I feel like, I feel like now, like, can she ever be captain of the guard? Like, I would be so scared to have her as captain of the guard. Like, if another like magical being duped her or tricked her or got her under its spell, like, how like she could really destroy the kingdom a lot more effectively if she was captain of the guard. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it scared. just depends on how in control she is of her own actions. Like, we know yeah. that she's been misled because she doesn't know it's Zontiri because Rapunzel hasn't told her. Um, uh-huh. And, yeah, but we don't we don't really know how how much of her own, you know, willpower is, is left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's true. Okay, well, our next stop isn't anywhere. Our next stop is wait for it wait for it (laughs) oh our next stop is once a handmaiden the this is the second to last episode in the whole show Um, once a handmaiden disguised in a magical cloak cassandra sneaks into corona with the intention of making amends with rapunzel what what uh, that just okay, gave away the whole plot. Why did you read that? That's interesting. <laughs> what? I thought that's the whole the last chance to make amends was in that Gothel ghost episode. It feels like Cassandra. Yeah, after it feels that like is they not, were, Yeah. Why would she want to make amends after that? She, she must find out who Zontree really is, because maybe Rapunzel finally tells her. <laughs> she telegrams her. By the way, <laughs> like a little like a bird carries a note there. By the way. Yeah. Owl Owl can tell her. Oh, yeah. Um, Owl can tell her. So that's interesting. It sounds like it's going to be more like um, her getting back into her old role, you know, in disguise and kind of revisiting what her life used to be like, which will be interesting. And then if she does join their side by the end of the episode, that would mean that she would be able to fight the final battle against Zantiri. And then Zantiri will probably control like Adira and Varian's dad and all of them. So they'll be on like the opposite side. And it'll be probably a pretty epic battle. Oh. 
yeah. with some good battle songs. Maybe you there'll be a rap for you. Cassandra's dad couldn't fight her. What do you think about Varian fighting his dad? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Poor baby Varian. <laughs> I, I don't think Varian would do so it. Because he, he lost his dad for so long, and then he finally got him back. Yeah. And I feel like he wouldn't risk hurting him in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him, like, restraining his dad, though. Like, tying him up or something for time being. <laughs> yeah. Until he came back to himself. Yeah. Yeah. And real, real quick before we go, speaking of Varian... He looked so goth in this episode when that explosion <laughs> happened and he had like the black kind of eyeshadow running down his face look. <laughs> I was kind of glad that Lance kind of got some payback with not being able to hear for a while because that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, when Eugene opened up to him <laughs> and he just stood there smiling at him. <laughs> and then Varian was like yelling at him and then he's like, what, what? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Do you to, see my medals? To be fair, he could have like killed someone in that giant Yeah, explosion. so he he needed to have some payback. Yeah. yeah. Okie dokie, everybody. Well, we will see you next week for the penultimate episode of the show. Um, until then, you can continue the conversation on Twitter at Corona Podcast. We love to read your tweets and we'd love to, you know, talk to you on there. Or you can email us at coronaconversations at gmail.com. I'd love to interact with you and your thoughts about the series. And if you've been enjoying this show, which if you've gotten to this point, hopefully you have. Um, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, Mommy just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did Mommy say? She wants to know what I'm doing.